0: and welcome to a special edition of Connectivity, where we're going to talk all about Super Mario 3D World. Which, uh, by the time you're hearing this, our review will be, or at least our, our first of three reviews, will be up on the <laughs> website. Um, the way this is, the way this is going to all work out with Super Mario 3D World on NintendoWorldReport.com, is that on Tuesday, November nineteenth, which is when this podcast will go live, uh, we will have one review. I believe Justin Baker's is first yeah. up, up to the plate. The best review. Uh, the next day, it will be Don Koopman's <laughs> review, and the day after that will be Andrew Brown's review. So we are if you want to hear about Super Mario 3D World, you're going to have three perspectives to hear, and a fourth, because I'm going to be talking about it in this podcast. But my review will be, uh, I think, available Friday, ironically, but in Nintendo Force Magazine, as opposed to Nintendo World Report. Um, hmm. So what we're going to do with this special segment of connectivity coming to you during the week before the telephone, which is happening this Saturday, so if you want to, you know, donate to Child's Play, the Sick Kids, etc., etc., you can do that still on um, uh, November 23rd, there should, this there Saturday. Should also,
1: there should also, sometime this week, there should also be a SteamWorld Dig interview, so...
0: Yeah, we're going to yeah. have a whole bunch of stuff um, yeah. up on Connectivity, and the website, and everything. But how we're going to do the specific Super Mario 3D World segment that you're listening to right now... Is um, we're going to talk for about 15 minutes or so. I'll clearly mark it. Um, we're going to talk more general about the game, and then we're going to go into uh, a little more spoiler stuff. Although we, we we're still lim- a little limited in what we can say about the end game stuff, but if you watch Nintendo Directs, then you already know what most of that shit is anyway. Um, so I'm going to yeah. introduce I'm going to introduce the, the panel here. I'm Neil Ronaghan. Uh, with me, I've got Andrew Brown in Australia. Woohoo! Don Koopman in Europe.
1: You don't even say the country. That's very nice of you.
0: <laughs> and Justin Baker in America. Hello. All right, yeah. So uh, Super Mario Three D World. Um, it's uh you know the new Wii U hotness, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, Andrew, how are? What are your thoughts? Your your general thoughts on Three D World after playing it? It is so hot. As you said. <laughs> <laughs> um.
2: Back when I was a kid, and I was playing Super Nintendo, like Mario, Super Mario World, and all the retro Mario games, and looking at the manual art of characters and enemies and things, I would was thinking to myself as a kid, someday Mario games are going to to match this artwork perfectly, and they're going to have all the physics and that that made the series great. And I believe that this is the game that's come closest to actually achieving that.
0: I think you're right. I mean just even it's really cool seeing the stamps which aren't unlockable. Like uh you have the three green stars that kind of they take the place of the the coins
2: the star, the star coins, coins
0: yeah. that you uh that you see in like the new Super Mario Brothers games in Super Mario 3D Land. And they went to green stars in this game uh, supposedly because they wanted to emulate the Galaxy games a little more and kind of bring that fusion more together. Um but they have those and they also have stamps that you can find in each level. And those stamps give you, like, a Miiverse image that looks like it's, like, a nice little pit of concept art of, like, an enemy yeah. or a character or, like, you know, Mario and a power-up and stuff like that. That Those are all really cool, and I think they do kind of bring home that whole idea of, you know, this is this game is, like, the, the envisionment of that that instruction manual art the, from 20 yeah, years ago.
2: This is the, uh, the Mario that we've always wanted.
0: Yeah. I don't think I'd deny that at all. Uh, Don, how about your first impressions? All right, I, I, well, I guess now they're... Your first impressions after finishing the game.
1: My first impressions after finishing the game. Well, my, <laughs> first, imper- my first impressions are a bit different, but we'll get to that in a little bit. Um, after finishing the game, um, I really liked it. I mean, I have, still have some problems with it, again, which we'll get into later. But, um, yeah, it's a pretty solid game. I think it's one of the best Wii U games released this year. Um, and it's not my favorite Mario game, um I feel that title still holds to 3D Land. Um and I now, because, why, now,
0: yeah. I know you said you, you'll talk about it later but but fuck that. Um okay. <laughs> what what are what are your issues with the game that make it you know not live up to its its direct predecessor which is 3D Land.
1: I feel like the first two worlds uh waste a little too much time.
0: That's that's kind of funny because I feel like 3D World's first eight or 3D Land's first eight worlds Waste a whole
1: lot. Of time. <laughs> I, the the thing is with 3D Land is that um, there was so much intrigue about that first game, and I, I still find it very magical. And the first two worlds in 3D world, I don't find are as magical as like Galaxy or or 3D Land. And another problem I have is with the multiplayer, um, and I don't and I don't mean that the multiplayer is directly like, bad or any fashion, I feel that aspects of the multiplayer um, aren't as well or correctly balanced as they probably should.
0: I I think that Andrew and Justin are, are not in agreement with you on no, this, but I, not... I am. Because my experience with the multiplayer um, is mainly that if you're not familiar, if, like, basically, if you played Super Mario 3D Land and you play the game with, like, three other people that are familiar with Super Mario 3D Land and, then, you know, continually play video games that move in the 3D space, it'll probably be a good time. Um, Every demo that I've played this played 3D World in, where I'm playing with, you know, whether it's Andrew or Justin Barubi or dudes from Nintendo, Jared, etc., I've had a blast. But when I got some friends together, you know, I think one of them owns a Wii U, no one else does, and we played it, it just, a lot of people got frustrated. They enjoyed watching me play the game, but they did not enjoy playing the game with me because... Like, I mean, it just, there's a specific language to 3D World that is something that's not like New Super Mario Brothers, where, like, everybody and their mothers played a 2D Mario game before. They know how it works. Yeah. They know the language of that that gameplay. Whereas in 3D World, it's just different enough that it's it's foreign to anybody who hasn't put in the time to play the game or play 3D Land.
1: And there are moments where where the game specifically asks for multiplayer, while in other places it certainly doesn't. Um, there are certain levels why I feel it's it's better to keep a good focus on yourself than on the other players. And I don't feel like having those multiplayer people around is really helping you in any fashion to progress like significantly forward.
0: Yeah, I mean, well, I think they, they, they have a good job of getting around some of that multiplayer stuff by like, oh, you need to make sure you have three double cherry guys with you or else you can't access the secret. And I always thought that was really cool. I like how they... They have that nice balance between, like, okay, yeah, this would be way easier if you marched in here with four people, but if you're playing single-player, you can still do this. It's just a little harder.
1: But yeah, but there are really specific moments where it just then also feels empty in, in single-player. So there are, like, specific moments where the game doesn't feel quite right, but for the rest, I had a joy of it. I mean, the level designs are, like, really insanely strong.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, I I just... I do... I do really love the design of the game, and I think it's boundlessly creative. And uh, on that positive note, Justin, after playing the game,
3: (laughs) what 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 were your takeaway? What was your takeaway
0: on 3D World?
3: Well, uh, I will quote myself from my own review and say that that seems a little (laughs) presumptuous. I've not been in love with a Mario game like this since Super Mario World, and it's to me it was fantastic. And multiplayer, what I loved about it was the versatility of it. Now, there's th- there's, I, I put the multiplayer in three different camps, and this is the three different ways that I played multiplayer. Um, one is me and three other people just sat down and started going, and it was insane. I mean, you're not going to get a lot done, and it is frantic, but I feel like that's an important part of the multiplayer. We're just sitting down and have a good time, and it was insane, and it was crazy, and it was super fun. And then, whenever I sit down and just do kind of a co-op situation with one other player and we're really kind of trying to get through the levels and work together and get all the unlockables. Um it's it's kind of a different playstyle altogether, you know. It's it's what you're sitting down to do. If you're just sitting down to have a good time, get through other people, you'll have fun. It's insane. It's an explosion of craziness and color and power-ups and it's hard not to it's hard not to smile. I mean, no, you may not know every little thing that's going on and half the time you're getting teleported across the screen, but it's just all part of the crazy mess that is, you know, multiplayer. And then this is my favorite mode and and it's because I I got to play this with my girlfriend and she doesn't play games like at all. Just doesn't do it. They scare her, she doesn't like them. <laughs> and she was able to sit down with the gamepad and play it, um, sort of similar to boost mode in, in Super Mario Bros U, but without the blocks. So she's just able to sit down and help me out and touch enemies and, and blow Goombas out of the way and touch blocks and, and have a good time and participate, but in such a way that she's not, you know, there's no pressure. She's just kind of playing it the same way you might play a phone game. And that was my that that was what I wanted from Super Mario Bros. U was a way for her to play with me without having to Pro, you know, properly play with Justin, me. go back and play Galaxy one and two with her and give her a Wii Remote while you're playing. You know, <laughs> <laughs> we did we did that. We did do Galaxy. Um she didn't something about 3D World, she enjoys it a lot more. I think it's because 3D World like everything, nearly everything, is interactable to her in some way. Like either you can stun an enemy, she can um she can hit question mark blocks, there's the the purple blocks, she can blow on the gamepad and blow little Goombas out of the way like It's, there's just, it's so packed with content for someone who's just playing on the game pad that you're never bored, you know? Yeah. So I I think the versatility of the gameplay, it was, is of the multiplayer specifically is what really made me fall in love with it. Like if I just want to have a good, I mean, it's a great party game. It's a great, me and my friend are sitting down to get some real gameplay in and it's a great, Hey, I'm, I'm playing games and my girlfriend's bored on the couch. Here's a game pad. Let's play together. You know? And, I mean, on top of that, like, my gosh, the game, it is so, the the, the music is, is, this is probably my favorite music in a Mario game. It's, I mean, it's so yeah. nice, especially when they
0: have like that. I mean, it's, there's a lot to compare, and I won't get too into it, because um, I feel like that might be an opportunity for another segment that might happen in, a little more down the line. Um, but there's a lot to compare between this game and Zelda Link Between Worlds, because they both have fucking amazing music, because they do remixes of these classic tunes in such a way that's just freaking beautiful.
2: It's, it's big band, isn't it?
0: Yeah, that yeah. is a lot of what makes this game sing, I feel.
3: I mean, not every level had the most amazing score. A lot of them were just kind of more traditional Mario music, but every now and then I would play a level and I'm like, man, this... <laughs> I'm not a music guy, but I was like... I was going back and replaying levels just for the music at times.
1: I, I will say that this is my favorite soundtrack of a Mario game to date. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. It, I, I think I think my most favorite tracks is where... Uh, the one in the various boss battles that come in between worlds. That specific music part was also yeah. in the second trailer. That's my favorite song of yeah. the entire game.
0: I like... Um, what is it? It's like the... The, the music that comes on whenever you're on a was it Plessy?
1: Oh yeah the the slide yeah, remix. That, what, yeah. what,
0: what's the name of that song? Sli- the, that's the slide. That's a slide yeah. song. Yeah. No, I love the remix of that that comes up, and just a lot of yeah. When, whenever you just hear like that, like the 3D Land theme, but come up with the fucking horns, like it's great. hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, as far as for me with this game, um, it's it's just from the beginning, and I don't feel that the first two worlds lag at all i mean they're the first two worlds i would say are uh very very easy but i think that at first like um as i was kind of like taking notes while i was playing the game i made a note like the third or fourth world i'm like i don't know this is really easy and then as i realized that i'm getting near the end of the game and like pulling my hair out as i'm like where's the third green star and god god this damn jump like um the game the game picks up challenge uh at at a nice clip um, I, I mean, it's still you know if you're good at Mario games, guess what? You're gonna beat this one without a lot of trouble. But getting everything, getting 100, percent that's the challenge, and that's the, what... the first
1: two, with the first two worlds, I really had the idea that I could find very easily. But from the third world, I was really intrigued by every single bit that I saw. was yeah. Like, oh god, this is really cool. Oh god, I, I'm missing something. Oh god, what's going on here? Oh yeah. look, a Mario Kart level.
0: Yeah. Um, and then um, so yeah, playing through the first two worlds, um, you know, I just played through most of this game with a big smile on my face for about, I would say, 90% of the time. Um, it's delightful, fun, um, you know, it's like every world, or at least especially early on, it's like every level is just like, oh, check out this cool mechanic. Oh, check out this one. Oh, we got another one right here. And then sometimes they don't even really build on it until, like, a couple worlds later. Like, my favorite power-up throughout the entire game I think while well, I do love the cat suit and that's just so much fun to bomb around in I feel like the double cherry power-up changes the way I play Mario games because I have to think about a lot more things um, and that first level where they bring it up, you use it and you know, it's kind of more like, oh mess around with this cool thing There's a, you know they give you hints of how to use it how you'll use it more in-depthly later but it's it's more just like, just have fun
2: I'll agree with that, there's like the, the rows of coins that are that are, like, set up so that uh, it introduces, like, the pouncing mechanic from midair. There's, like, low-down brick blocks, like, conspicuously against walls that so you would be like, oh, I think I need to slash those. Oh, here's a, a secret tunnel.
0: Yeah, and then with the double cherry power-up, like, there's even a, there's a boss battle later on that you get the double cherry power-up during, mm-hmm. and it's so cool. Um, unfortunately, that's one of uh, roughly three interesting boss battles out of, like, ten. Um <laughs> Because most of the boss battles are just that same bullshit of like, uh, it's like an enemy that like you saw on the level, but like you hit it three times and it's dead. And you know, visually, some of those are really cool and then as Don talked about, the music's kinda awesome, but like that that Bowser the Bowser car at the end of the first world, that's one of the best boss battles in the game, and the majority of them don't even come close to how great that boss battle is, and all of them are oh, hit boom boom on the head three times. Oh uh, look, he's, he's got, like, two shells near him now. It's just jump on his head.
1: I, I want to go back for a few minutes when you talked about the the cat power-up. I think, just like the music, this is my favorite power-up in any 3D Mario game.
0: Yeah, I think... I mean, I was talking about how much I like the, the Double Cherry power-up, and, I mean, I like that because it changes the way you play, but as far as versatility, like, the cat power-up's like the cape. It's so cool.
1: Yeah, I, th- I didn't think we would have, like... Uh, a multi-use power-up in, like, a very long time, but seeing this, yeah, it's, like, the first multi-use power-up since Super Mario World, and I really love using it all the freaking time.
0: Um, But the one thing that really held this game back from being as amazing as Andrew and Justin think it is, (laughs) (laughs) Um, this, the idea of 3D Land and 3D World was made for stereoscopic 3D. And there have been, especially as I'm getting later into the game and trying to get, you know, hit different jumps and trying to get the green stars and everything, I'm pulling my hair out, but not because, like, oh, man, I messed up. It's, this game's bullshit because looking at it in, you know, not stereoscopic 3D, it looks like I can make that jump. Oh, wait, no, I was, like, ten feet away. And that happens so often where, you know, sometimes you do have the help of having the little shadow that shows up on the ground above an enemy, where that helps you out. But still, I don't think that's enough, um, especially when you're, you know, over a pit and making a jump, then you you don't have a good way to judge where you are. I and I didn't have that
1: problem. I didn't have that problem just mostly in multiplayer.
0: Yeah, and that's what it makes multiplayer even more chaotic because you just when when the screen gets busy, you don't know where you're gonna land. And yeah. this is a game that's it's a it's a platforming game that requires a lot of precision. And when you don't have that precision, it really really hinders it but Andrew and Dusted, did
3: you guys have this issue at all or or am i just crazy you know i it might be a product of me like i, I love 3d land uh, that was a phenomenal game but i only turned the 3d on when i had to whenever you had those puzzles that were like perspective puzzles and you had to have the 3d on um i've just never been a fan of the stereoscopic 3d so maybe i've just adapted to not having it But, yeah, I mean, even on my 3DS, 99% of the time, my 3D is off. So, it it might be a byproduct of that. I mean, there were a couple, maybe a handful of moments that I had perspective issues where I jumped off a cliff or something. But I would say no more than any 3D game. I mean, when you're playing 3D games every once in a while, you do have an issue where you're like, Oh, I looked at that wrong, or there's a perspective issue. But I I didn't feel like it was any more than is natural for, you know, just the, the nature of 3D gaming.
2: You have just captured that perfectly I, I can't really <laughs> add to that <laughs> yeah, once or twice throughout the game the, I think there's one particular level uh, i don't even remember the name of it. I don 't know what world it is in, but uh, there's the the piranha plants over the the poison lake the the snaking ones, and yeah. uh, there's like floating platforms that sail past before they go over the edge of a cliff. There's yep. like one particular jump near the end of of one of those levels and it's, it looks like you can make it and I just, just fall short of that, but that's re- really the only example I can bring up from recent memory. Um, yeah, it's it's all just part and parcel of, of learning the, the tricks. And, I mean, if you're familiar with 3D games, of course, as you said, it's going to happen a lot less frequently, but uh, yeah, it, it's still there.
1: I mean, it helps indeed if you know 3D Land Inside Out, but when I was playing with other people, because the camera zooms so out so- sometimes very often, it really becomes like this draining issue of like, come on, I want to make this jump now.
0: Yep. And especially when you can kind of break the game a little bit by messing around as a cat. Then you'll just yeah. have something where you're like, oh, I jumped and I thought I was near the... Oh, no, my- man, I'm just dead.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> annoying. I think that the cat actually invites the the notion of breaking the game. I mean, there's so many places where you're like, I bet there's something up there, and you crawl up there just yeah, to... Yeah,
0: sometimes you're like, oh, I just skipped part of the level. Like, there's one one level in particular that I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to say, hey, everybody, if you're listening to this and you don't want any spoilers at all, then stop listening to this right now. All right? If you don't want to hear anything that would spoil the game much like Nintendo did in the Nintendo yeah. Direct. <laughs> <Which laughs> we just say that we will directly talk about some of the things that they talked in the Direct directly to you. Um, so, yeah, so we're going to move on from there. And I'm going to, I did like, uh, the, like the Japanese-themed level they had. Um, like there was a, you can use like the cat suit or the propeller suit to just kind of like hop up to the top of that level and get right to the goal and skip the second part of it.
3: Yes. You know, I guess I guess I didn't see that. I, I must have missed that. I don't know. Yeah, it's because
0: I think I was looking for, like, the third green star, and it was mm. just something that I, because I was, I don't even know if I found the third green star in that level yet, but I, I spent so much time with it, and I realized, I'm like, oh, I can just get to the top, and I finished the level that way. And was like, I wonder where the third one is. And then I got through it and then realized that there was an entire portion of the level that I just missed. You found hmm. a one. Um, yeah, but I mean, I, I do like stuff like that. I like that a lot.
3: Yeah, there were a couple parts where I would kind of uh, come to a level with a power-up that maybe the level wasn't anticipating, you know, and I would maybe skip portions, but I never felt like, oh, well, this was badly designed or whatever. I just felt like, oh, cool, I was able to skip that. Oh, yeah, you know? no, like,
0: no, I'm not saying I have no, no ill will at, a, at, at how that was set up at all. I just thought it was cool. On you a related note, that's my around. favorite level. What, the Japanese one?
2: Yeah, the, the music, the the style.
0: Everything. Yeah, no, I mean, I thought that was cool, especially how you're, you know, tapping... Uh, t- what are the, what's the name of those doors? Like, the the folding doors?
2: The sliding screen doors.
0: Yeah, just the sliding screen doors that, like, they're in dojos and shit or something. I don't know. Um, but just tapping on the door on the gamepad
3: was, was pretty cool. That level's so much fun if you have someone just on the gamepad. Like, I played that yeah. level by myself, and it was fun. I played it with my girlfriend, and it was a blast. Yeah, um, so I guess what other, what other levels kind of...
0: Stuck out to you guys. I mean, I really love the Super Mario Kart level. Just I yes. mean, the music, Mario Kart level all the way. Yeah, I mean, I like that one especially because it is. I mean, it is a it is a bonus stage, and that's what I wish like every bonus stage of every game ever was was just a loving fan yeah. nod.
2: <laughs> I I think even some of the sound uh, sound effects during that level are tweaked to be like the original Super Nintendo Mario Kart ones. Like it, when you die, yeah. it makes like the Lakitu sound and.
0: Yep, it's cool. And I like um when you go to the little slot machine things. How it's the character selection music from Super Mario Brothers two. Yeah, <laughs>
1: that's so good.
0: I mean, it's just like uh, it's just it's all so wonderful. I wish the jumping just didn't didn't infuriate I, me sometimes.
1: I, I think I think one of my favorite levels is this is a returning element from from the Galaxy games is those um beat blocks, but the yeah. twist is is that they use that cherry item. And it becomes so. It becomes so dickish. So awesome.
0: That was like that was when like the double cherry power up. I realized how incredible it was. Was in that stage. Like that's that's when like I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. I'm like, holy, oh man, this is important.
1: And then you go um, off of this very long one way with all of these blocks. And it becomes yeah. like, oh god, oh the god. The slide
2: at the end.
0: Yeah, and I think you need to bring two of them to the end. To get yeah. like, the last thought like the third green star or something, and I remember like first time I did that, I had like five with me and all four of them fell off in time, and then like <laughs> but, I just got in there with two, and I was like, I just need to focus on getting these guys to the finish,
1: but even at the midpoint where you have to get four of them to the stamp, it still yep. becomes a bit tricky,
0: yeah, yeah, that was another one that I had to, I had to go back and do. I mean, I do like i, I think I will eventually get through in one hundred percent this game, um partially because of how quickly I had to play it to get through the review um probably won't happen right away but um that's that's what happened to me with 3D land as well is that i played you know played that game to completion and didn't 100% it and then went back a couple months later and relished having that time to go back and mess with that game
1: can can i mention another example of a level i really loved sure um the 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 fu- the fuzzy flatbine
0: oh yes is that the one where the fuzzies are like chasing after you yes yeah yeah, yeah, that was really cool. weren't were there like two two levels like that?
1: Or was there? Another? Um, the, there's
0: there's one. We okay. can talk one of what?
1: them, but the other one was in the the sixth world, six world. Yeah, and uh, it becomes really frantic because at first you're like, "Well, it, it's moving up; it's it's totally doable. This I'm gonna make." And then all of a sudden, this 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 massive a range of of fuzzies follow you around, and it becomes like, oh, "Okay, I need to do this very fast and very secure, or else I'm going to die."
0: I really like that level. I
1: never
2: thought Fuzzies could be so terrifying.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like that Fuzzies are in this game. I, that, they were always one of my favorite enemy types. I like seeing them pop up in like the RPG games, too.
1: Well, the Paper Mario Judo, they made a terrific cameo.
3: I, I had a real blast in those levels. I don't remember what they were called. They were the, the beach ones, and they were kind of non-linear. And um, you were just collecting the the five.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, no that that was a that was a really cool level, especially just exploring that one was a yeah, lot. Yeah, those were
3: so much fun. I mean, I, it was like evoking running around the castle in Mario sixty four for me. Just kind of here's a area, just go wild. You I know. really, I really wish they
0: would make a game more in line like Super Mario sixty four again because I I love that.
1: But also the music in those. Yeah. Also the music and those speech in those speech levels.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Um, so let's talk about a little bit we we can't talk about um where you get the secret fifth character, yeah. but how do we all feel about having Rosalina as the fifth character in the game?
1: I think she's fucking great
0: yeah, I think it's 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 really fun having that character um uh, back and around and and you know like the like the four other characters uh you know she gives you a different element she always has that spin attack. Um. Yeah, I mean, she's not my main. Toad is pretty much, like, God in this game. <laughs> so my,
1: my main in 3D world was up to, I got to the point where you can get Rosalina, was Luigi. Because, hey, Year of Luigi, so why yeah. not?
0: In this, the Lear, Year of Luigi.
1: Yes, in this, the Year of Luigi. Um, But after I got Rosalina, I just always use Rosalina now. Because I, <laughs> because even when I'm just like super, I always have an attack on me, which is can be very helpful to towards like very tricky levels towards the yeah. end.
0: Um, the one thing that bugs me, with Rosalina, is that because she has a dress, I expect her to control like Princess Peach, like a yeah. hover. So okay. I've have a lot of times early on with playing with Rosalina that I'm like, oh no, she can't hover. I oh, shit, I'm dead. <laughs> but, that, but
1: that spin, that spin jump is helpful though.
0: Yeah, yeah, it is. No, I started using the spin jump to kind of make up for my mental deficiency. But
2: <laughs> I think she she jumps somewhere between the height of Mario and Luigi. Yeah. In terms, but she's the slowest runner. Uh, the yeah. one, the one thing about the four different, oh, five different characters I I really like about the game is that each character controls just that slight part differently to the rest of the, the cast. Whereas, like, if you're playing through... Uh, there's eventually going to be a part in the game. I mean, it, it's not really spoilers, but you, you're going to have to play through the games with uh, the, each of the levels with each of the characters at one point to to do everything in the game. But um, they, they control just that little bit differently to each other, and you have to sort of rethink your strategy and your 3D... Uh, ju- just the way you play the, the 3D game. Because, uh, like, as you said, Toad's the fastest runner, but he's he's so crap at jumping. And you, you'd be, like, if you've just finished the game as, as Mario or, or Luigi or whoever, and then you go back to replay the levels, you're sort of in the, the mindset of controlling as that previous character. And then you're like, oh wait, they can't do that. And you have to completely retool the way you play. And I like the, the diversity there.
0: That's what I don't like as much about um, playing as Mario, because uh, I do a lot of the random stuff. But, like, uh, you know, Toad, Peach, and uh, and Luigi all kind of have that ability that, like, okay, yeah, if you run fast enough, guess what? You're going to get to the top of the flagpole if you have a spot to jump from. But with Mario, you're pretty much always boned.
1: Yeah, I that's the kind of... Because all of the other characters, including Rosinia, have, like, this very specific trait to them, and I feel that Mario was lacking that in some fashion.
3: Yeah. Well, did did anybody get to do? Because um, this was a really fun for me. Was when I was doing four player multiplayer, uh, the random button to choose random characters yeah. at the beginning of each level. Yes, well, that great. <laughs> that makes it crazy. You know, all of a sudden you're a totally different character, totally different skill set, and you've just got to adapt. So that was a lot of fun for me.
2: It's a nice option.
3: Yeah. The best part is that um, I don't. I don't know if any player can do it, because I was always first player, because it's my Wii U, so, you know, everyone else gets to be not first player. But um, if I hit random, it did it for everybody. So I was like, guess what? You guys don't get a choice. We're all doing <laughs> random. Like...
1: We always uh, always stayed with the same characters. We never changed up, I believe.
3: Really, do really playing it with a random really made it it made it a lot more fun. I mean, a lot more hectic and insane, of course, but a lot more fun.
1: I I I do, but then other players want become become really annoyed, saying, "From why did you change my character?"
3: (laughs) I am. It's. I I was kind of excited that they did add a second female. I mean, I guess if you count Toad as genderless, then you know now there's an equal number of males and females. (laughs) I mean I think Toad reproduces with spores or something, so I mean, you know, you could count him as well speaking of Toad, there
0: actually is another genderless toad character.
3: Well I guess yeah, yeah.
0: I mean if we if we count a Toad person as genderless, then you can also play okay. as a uh, Captain Toad. Yeah. Indeed you can. What what does he say? On to adventure or something <laughs> like that, whenever you start <laughs> yes, level. I love for, the level. I like no, toad no levels.
1: time time for adventure.
0: Yeah, time for adventure. Um I love the Captain Toad levels though. Um I would love it if there was an eShop game that was
3: just like, here's Mm -hmm. like 50 Captain Toad levels.
1: Yeah, I would love that, yeah.
3: That would be awesome. They were surprisingly difficult. I mean, I did the first one, I was like, alright, well this is kinda eh, and then by the end of the game, I was like, oh my god, how do I do this? Yeah,
0: it's so much fun. It's like all that spatial stuff, like it reminds me of I mean, more of the idea of it, not like mechanics, but it reminded me of like Pushmo and Crashmo, just that whole like, you're looking around being like, alright, how does this work? Mm -hmm. I need to picture this in 3D, and Move it around. How can I get there?
1: They they also expanded under mystery boxes.
0: Yeah, um, some of those were cool. I like the ones where it's like, uh, you basically needed to like throw things to hit switches and, and throw the baseballs. Um, I, 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 I
1: like I like the really hectic ones where you had to defeat like enemies as fast as you could and then go on to the, the other room it's Like, yeah, I
0: think I think the ones <laughs> that I liked were the ones where you had. You know, when you're, like, throwing the baseballs to hit switches and stuff like that. And also the ones where it's just, like, a a time trial run. I didn't Mm -hmm. like the enemy stuff as much.
1: Okay.
3: I did like them. I I felt like... It's it's neat, because the Mystery Houses were really just frantic and breakneck pace. And then you could go to a Captain Toad level, which is really slow and methodical. And, you know, it provides a nice variety of gameplay, which was what I really enjoyed.
0: Yep, yep. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, so... Let's go around, um, since we all four have reviews for this mm-hmm. game, uh, we'll go around the room and, uh, I guess, say what your score is and uh, like offer, like, a sentence or two summary uh, to kind of explain your score. Uh, Andrew, kick us off.
2: All right, I'm giving it a 10 out of 10. Top score. Uh, I believe that this comes... It, it may not be the perfect Mario game, but it comes the closest to being a perfect Mario game that I've played. And it encompasses every element from every game in the series that's that's made that particular game stand out in such a great way.
0: Yeah, because if you think about it, it's got, you know, it's like a follow-up to 3D Land. Um, it kind of, you know, with the four-player stuff, it's like New Super Mario Brothers, Wii and You, um, And then it's kind of like a follow-up to the Galaxy games in a way. Like, it really, it's carrying on a lot of legacies, and I think it really sticks the landing.
2: Yeah.
0: So, Don, how about you?
1: So, I'm giving the game an eight point five. Uh, possibly the lowest of the bunch
3: here. Oh my um, God! Whoa!
1: Which is <laughs> <laughs> still a great score. Don't get me wrong. Um, but I'm giving the score mostly because I I wasn't even after playing it. I wasn't really sure for whom or who for who the game was intended because the multiplayer seemed too much frantic business and playing a single player felt empty at certain spots. So I was kind of like... I was a bit confused there, but the, the game itself is still wonderful.
3: Alright, so Justin, how about you? Um, I gave it a 10 out of 10, only because I'm not allowed to give it an 11 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think this is the game the Wii U needs, and... You know, if it, I, I feel like the the most indicative thing I can tell about that is a brief story. Whenever I did play four player multiplayer, whenever we were done and my three friends were leaving my house, um, two of them said, "Yes, I'm buying this for my Wii U," and the third one said, "I'm buying a Wii U to buy this for my Wii U." <laughs> so I, I really think it, it's or he a... buys a, he buys the game, and it was like, oh, I'm gonna buy the yeah. I'm gonna buy the Wii U for my game. <laughs> yeah, the the Wii U is the best Mario 3D World accessory out there. <laughs> <It> really is. <laughs> if you're like only gonna get one. So I, I think it's a phenomenal game. Um I'm giving it a nine out of
0: ten. Uh and yeah, I totally agree that it's a completely amazing game. I guess just in the line of Mario games, for me, it's not it's not top dog. Um and I think a lot of it has to do with um I mean the bosses kinda let me down. Uh, I wish there were more of those platforming-style bosses that were in, like, 3D land, because I thought that was a really good way to work around the fact that, hey, some of these bosses are lame, Um, so let's just have it so Bowser's chasing after you and blowing fireballs after you, and you need to uh, complete platforming challenges. And they do have some stuff like that throughout the game, and those are some of the best boss battles when it does pop up. Um, (laughs) And then the whole jumping thing, like, that's kind of, I mean, it's not necessarily a game breaker for me, because I still highly recommend the game and it's incredible but i think it you know that that whole judging depth for me makes the game a little more frustrating and a little less enjoyable and just enough to make something that if that jumping thing weren't an issue or if this was a game i could play on my 3DS or something i probably would have given it like a 9.5 or a 10 but that's enough to kind of hold it back um for me i do uh i do highly recommend it and if you're on the fence about a Wii U, just watch some videos about this game, because everything that you see in it, like it's that much fun to play. And I don't think it loses anything by just being a single-player game.
1: Yeah. Um, I, I think there are some places where it just screams multiplayer. That's my only thing, with, yeah. really. But um, I mean, we still all love it. So hey, whatever.
2: Yeah. yeah. Uh, while many of the bosses you mentioned are, are pretty bare bones or standard for the Mario series, I know we can't talk about it here. But I just got to say that end boss at the end of the game is the best. Let's just I say,
0: look forward to the end, <laughs> end boss of this game. It, it's the yeah. best. We can't say anything else in a Mario game. It's so cool. Yeah. Um, like I wish that's how every game ever ended. Yeah,
1: awesome. I, I, I wish it kind of did too.
0: Yeah, I feel like that's a good way to go on it.
1: I feel. Let's 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 say this. Let's say this. It's a better final boss than the Galaxy games, to me at least.
0: <laughs> oh, that's like basically being like, well, I took a shit, and that was a better boss than <laughs> yeah. some of the Galaxy bosses. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's true though. This <laughs> was, was really tough shit. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so play this game until the end because it's awesome. And also the final boss is incredible. So uh,
2: hmm.
0: put that in your pipe and smoke it. Uh, <laughs> that sounds like a good place to end. Uh, Andrew, Don, and Justin, thank you for joining me. And be sure to read all of our reviews across the interwebs. And, f- and, and... thank you for joining us, Neil. Yes. And bug us all on the interwebs. Uh, ask us questions about the game if you want. Uh, let's do a little Twitter roll, roll call. Um, Andrew, are you on Twitter active at all?
2: I uh I don't post on it much, but that's kooprupa k o o p t r o o p a.
0: Um, well well Don, you can be reached at nintendon. Uh yes, that is, that is at @nintendon.
1: Uh, I, I uh I post about videos, I post about Japanese stuff. Um I post about things I do on the internet. It's uh, usually a good
0: time. Yep, and Justin, you can be reached at I'm at D
3: frustrations. It's D as in dog. And then frustrations is in frustrations. Yeah, as in the word. <laughs> yes. The word um
0: capital F usually depending yeah. on. Um and then I can be reached at at N R O N 10 and Ron 10. Um so thanks for listening and I hope you enjoyed this. And if you want us to do more things like this for review games let us know, because this is a special case but we can do this more often if need be so, uh, thank you for listening, bye
3: bye Mm -hmm. bye